0: Hello and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, where we've taken 213 Beatles songs, stuck them on countries all over the globe, and we've gone globe trotting, really, like backpackers for the last uh, 50 weeks. <laughs> and um, we're coming to the end of our journey, slowly but surely. Six more countries to go. Well, not countries, songs. And mm-hmm. uh, when we get to the end of that, we'll, we'll be a little step closer on our journey. To find the greatest Beatles song of all time, that was very long and extended, Rob. When, so, you know,
1: when did you last bathe, Jono? In this analogy,
0: well, I've been in a bag the whole time eating chocolate <laughs> cake, see. so it's been it's <laughs> very been quite good. strange. Uh, right now, Rob, last week we had a, oh, an absolute. Well, it was it was tough. Yeah, It was wonderful because it was almost like celebrating three amazing songs, but it was tough because we had uh, um, uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand, Ticket to Ride, and I saw her standing there. I saw her Mm -hmm. standing there, got through by a whisker, but it could have been any three, really.
1: Yeah. It reminded me of that week where we had um, Long and Winding Road and Yesterday and such. But I think it was harder because in that one, I think we had... Four songs, obviously. So I think there was one not so good song, whereas last week it was just three bangers. Mm. And that's it. That's all you've got to choose
0: from. Yeah. So then, I guess, just to rub salt in the wounds, this week we have to find a winner from these three songs. Rob, can you do the (laughs) honours?
1: Jono there. All I've Got To Do from With The Beatles, Matchbox, which was a B-side and is also on Past Masters Volume 1. And Maggie May from Let It Be. (laughs)
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, the joys of this crazy system. Welcome to yep. Heat 50 of the Beatles World Cup. <laughs> yeah, look, we don't make the rules. Well, we do met the rules, but uh, sometimes the rules don't work in our favour. Let's kick into it. All I've Got to Do.
1: All I've Got to Do, John.
0: I think this is, honestly, one of the great early
1: Lennon vocals, which is saying a lot when you think of some of the great early vocals that he did do. Um, it's one of those ones where he starts off mellow, and as the song goes on, he finds parts where he can rev up and have a bit of a shout. But it's never overdone. It's not one-take, rip-the-throat-out-John stuff. I think it's just a really well-done vocal. And I think it's what carries the track. For me, his voice is the main instrument in this song.
0: Mm. I I think it's quite good. Yeah. It's got a Baby It's You vibe to it, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, very much so, actually. Mm. Um, it was interesting reading about this one that he... Basically, there were a whole bunch of songs... Uh, I think "No Reply" was another one where they he wrote them specifically, thinking of an American audience in mm-hmm. mind, because like calling a girl on the phone is very much a US thing. Just wasn't a UK thing at the time.
1: At that time, yeah, very much, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so very, very US centric focus. Yeah, um, I, mean, I guess
1: he could go down to the the, the phone booth or something. They, that would have been an option, but, yeah, not not just having a phone in the house. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's sort of just that hmm, fade out just sort of happens, doesn't it, at the end of the oh, song? I don't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Production-wise, Jono, the work bestie book of the Beatles that I sometimes read from. Has some interesting things to say. While this is a John written song, and it's basically John trying to do Smokey Robinson again, something I think he must have said so many times in his life oh, that's me trying to do Smokey Robinson. Um, and while he, he does the vocal, and, and as I've said, I think he does it very, very well, when Paul turned up to record that day, John made him the offer to sing lead. And no one actually knows why. The book suggests John was having a sudden lack of confidence, maybe, but no one really knows. And I find that really intriguing, given that it is, I think, a really great Lennon vocal. I don't know whether he just stepped up to the mic and was like, oh, oh bugger it, just go for it. And, mm. and, he, and he nailed it. But it seemed he was willing to give this to Paul, and that seems a very un-John thing to do. Like, he's written the song, it's a great song, I'll give it to Paul? Mm. That's, that's weird.
0: Oh. It obviously flipped back. Did Paul ever actually record it? Or just Not that I know no. of. Right, so it obviously just went back to him again. Yeah. 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 That's good. I like uh, all I've got to do. It's got a nice vibe to it, and you're right. Great John vocal. And also that John vocal, which I've talked about previously, where you're sort of starting to hear that sort of yearning. Like he, he's, he really puts his heart on his vocal cords, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Ah, it is a good
1: one, yeah.
0: All right. All I've got to do. Uh, let's now jump to oh, the old favourite of a Carl Perkins cover, Matchbox. <laughs> Matchbox. Matchbox. Ringo alert,
1: Ringo alert. Owooga. Um This is a really classic rock and roll sounding track, Jono. Um, you know, it, there's a typical Ringo vocal going on, but it's it's a real 12-bar blues backing track and, and it just rocks along I mean, it's not a great track by any means but I think the infrequency with which it's heard when you do hear it I think it's fun because it's competent you know and we've got Ringo singing about you know being someone's little dog until their little until their big dog comes I should say and that's great sexual innuendo you know it's a, it's a really great rock and roll sort of lyric the whole thing is absolutely fine by me again not a great great song but my my opening gambit on this is it's fun enough, especially because I hear it so sparingly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it feels yeah. very. I don't know. It just feels very pedestrian to me. Um, I when I first heard it, I was like, "Ah, oh, Ringo's voice just sounds very like." Eh. But he actually had a bad, like a sore throat on the day mm. that he recorded it. Weirdly enough, the day that Cal Perkins came round to visit them. <laughs> when they were recording it Had a sore throat And then two days later was admitted to hospital uh, And that's when he couldn't go on the world tour With them And they had that, also, that, that he other drummer come to Sydney. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep, Jimmy Nickel Yeah, and Jimmy was Nickel
0: obviously drummer. filled in And then, you know, as it was That was the thing That was probably from singing this Blimmin' song <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I've got more of a backstory to this As a blues number this has been around in one form or another since about the 1920s. So it's it's a it's a really classic like bluesy it. sort of thing. <laughs> um and apparently in the early days the Beatles drummer Pete Best would sing this when he left Lennon took over doing vocals if they were doing it. But when it came time for the B-side, I guess they thought, "Oh, our drummer used to do it. Let's give it to the mm. drummer." And that's how Ringo ended up with it. There you yeah. go. There you go.
0: Matchbox Mm. You've struck out (laughs) No, we don't know that yet It could still be a contender in this Week of classics Um, Let's move on To, let's see if we can talk about this For as long as the song actually lasts for Uh, Rob, you've got 38 seconds To talk about Maggie Mae
1: Yeah, look, I think last week I said A minute and that was being um, Adventurous with the the length Um, I think this is fun, Jono. You have Jon singing in this exaggerated Liverpudlian accent, and it's a traditional little Liverpudlian ditty. You feel like they're having some fun. You know, um, not a great track. Uh, <laughs> even more so than Matchbox not being a great track. You know, and it's a cover. You know, we talk about covers. Sometimes, you know, they shouldn't get the chocolates. I don't think that's a spoiler. But I definitely think it's a track that when it comes on, I always stop and listen because... It appeals to me on some level. Am I mad?
0: Slightly, but... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm complaining about the the hmm, hmm, hmm fade out of all I've got to do. This just stops. It literally just stops. (laughs) They're halfway through the verse or the chorus, they're just like... (laughs) Yeah, uh,
1: whatever, something pounds, whatever, was my pay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think it's the Let It Be sessions, isn't it? They're, yeah. they're just stuffing around. They didn't actually record the song, but Phil Spector's gone, Oh, I can grab this little bit, and it's a song.
0: I think it's... Yeah. Um, it, it, therefore, it must be in Get Back.
1: I don't recall it, but then again, Get Back went for about 36 hours, yeah. so I, <laughs> I, I don't recall a lot of it, actually.
0: Um, it is sung in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales by... Uncle Jack, AKA Paul McCartney.
1: Is that right? Yep. I didn't
0: know that. That's yep. awesome. I had no idea he was actually in, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's right. And then I looked up and was like, oh yeah, yeah, he had a little cameo in, uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Well, I knew Keith Richards was a thing with Pirates of the Caribbean. Cause Johnny Depp was like, you know, Keith Richards has got like the archetypal father for his character. Yeah. Um, I knew that was a thing. I didn't know Paul was in there. No. Yeah. There we go. I- I do have some some facts though, Jono. This was originally written in 1757. So sounds like is, it. <laughs> is it the oldest cover the Beatles ever did? I would say so by quite some margin. <laughs> um, probably makes it good for royalties and not having to pay royalties when it's in movies, like you mentioned. Um, also, they hadn't recorded a cover of anything since 1965's "Act Naturally." And in terms of officially released songs, they'd never do a cover version ever again. So there's a lot to this 40 seconds of tape or whatever it is when you when you dig into it.
0: Mm. That's all very well and good, Rob, but I am getting sick of pressing the button to play this song like <laughs> again and again because it's so short. I'm to loop it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you reckon we can move on from Maggie May?
1: Sure we can. We've got nothing to move on too, to. we got to move on to. Yeah, we've
0: got to make a choice. Um... Is there, any, is there any real kind of uh, differing point of opinion here that all I've got to do is going to sail away with it? That's, that's my pick. Yep. Yep. Great. <laughs> Move on. That was Heat 50 of the Beatles World Cup. The less Thank it you, about, good night. That one, the better. Hey, we've only got one more episode to go uh, of the heats. We are almost at Heat 51. Oh, that's outrageous. Which means there are only three, there are literally three pieces of paper sitting in the box left. I cannot believe it.
1: There are people out there in the listening audience, Jono, who have been listening to us for almost one year wow. every week.
0: Wow. How's that Thank been? you for sticking with us. I know. Amazing. Amazing. And I know I know one song that we haven't talked about yet that's going to be coming out because I've mm-hmm. been waiting for it and going, oh, we've got a big song coming up. I don't know what the other two are. I can't even put my finger on it. So
1: I can think of two. Okay. But I'm not sure if we've done one of them or not. So right. I'm not going to say...
0: Shall we pick them out? Let's let's pick them. Let's pick them out. Ooh. All right, first one out. Oh, I didn't remember this one, but yeah. Please, Mr. Postman. Please, Mr. Postman. Okay. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Ah, there's the one. Hey Jude. Hey yep, I I knew was we hadn't one that, done that one. Yeah. What's the last one?
1: Oh god, I think I know what it is.
0: Oh god. How could I forget that? <laughs> Let it be. Yep. I didn't know if
1: we'd done it or not, and I hadn't gone back through the old episodes to check.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Let it be in Hey Jude in one week.
0: And please, Mister Postman. And please, Mister. Oh, I got things to say about that, actually. Yeah. Good. Wow that is a that is an ending. That is an ending. A finale, a season finale. Yeah. Great. Two mighty songs come together. In a world. In a world. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, that is it next week. So please, Mister Postman. Hey Jude, and let it be. uh, Yeah up against each other for our final heat of the Beatles World Cup until Crikey. we get to the next round. Madness. Yeah. Well, uh, we'd love you to join us for that. You can uh, get in touch with us at uh, Beatles World Cup on Twitter, the Beatles World Cup at gmail.com, and we're also on Facebook. And also, uh, if you'd love to leave us a review on your podcast provider, every little bit helps. So. It does indeed. Mm. Wow. You ready, Rob? One last, I'm ready. one last throw of the dice.
1: <laughs> yes. Should
0: we do it for? Do it for? Do it for the boys. Do it for the boys. Yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm a bit emotional, really. <laughs> All right. We'll, yeah, see we'll see you next see week. We'll see you next week for the last of the heats. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye.